0: It looks like we're not in a media studio though. Correct, correct. You know, we're correct. not on the TV show or something correct. like that. Yeah. So I'll just, here I've always, my voice is a bit booming, so I'll turn you up a little bit. Um, yeah, okay, I'll do a little quick introductions to start the episode. So it's my, uh, the next episode of Comedy Guy, and it's an uh, absolute pleasure that here in the podcast studio we have Dave Benton, with us today. Thank you, sir, for taking the time out of your day to come along.
1: My pleasure, my pleasure.
0: That's very nice of you. Um, I've spent the morning trying to work out where to start with your story, because I love stories. I love hearing kind of, not just, that's what I think the podcasts are for, not just to hear the news bite, the sound bite, the small thing, you know, whatever, some longer thing. But we can get to this. I mean, how's Corona going for you? How are you personally dealing with it?
1: um it's strange because um after my um kidney transplant of last year it, it feels that i've been in quarantine for one year already <laughs> <laughs> so the corona just add to it <laughs> so now i have to stay longer at home yeah,
0: yeah you're good at this you're already professional at staying yeah, at home yes, yes. <laughs>
1: i know already what it is yeah
0: um before corona what what um were you actively doing shows or doing some tours or something before that, or has it all been recovering from the the operation
1: well uh, before the corona it has been all the recovering mm. all recovering um i I tried or i did one or two concerts before um, and I was so stupid and eager. <laughs> to do the concerts right after the operation you know one and a half month after the operation and that i get the title of stupid (laughs) for for doing that because you just don't do that Mm -hmm. you know i I literally felt on stage that uh, i'm gonna collapse you know, if people ask me one more song, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to collapse. Right. Definitely. But that's the artist in you when
0: I got to go. Like, you, that's always, but it's, it's it, in one way, it's nice to hear that that still burns
1: inside of you. It's true. It's true. You know, you you you, you live for it. You know, um, the place is sold out. They're telling you, Dave, the place is sold, sold out. Yeah. So I kept my mouth shut that I just, <laughs> I just came out of the hospital, I kept my mouth shut, and I asked from Sissi, um we have a concert, you know, so <laughs> I put Sissi <Cici> there <laughs> to do some songs to, to cover, you know. That's mm. a, and, and we did it in a sold-out uh, um, Rackfere uh, culture center.
0: Oh, that's the, the big one, that's the 400-seater. C-
1: completely sold oh, out. beautiful. You know, and, and uh, um, well, after that, I really felt like, how stupid can you be, you know? <laughs> Oh, I mean, they drove me home. Yeah. <laughs> they drove me home. Yeah. My sound man helped me to walk into the house, you know, and my wife looked at me, Tony, you <laughs> must be out of your mind, really. And I was, <laughs> actually. Mm-hmm. But th- that's the whole thing, you know. You you have this... this uh, believe in this push of the show must go on mm. you know uh, um, the people has nothing to do with how you feel uh, or, or 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 if you're sick or not the people has nothing to do with it you know they they bought the tickets the place is sold out um, to see you you know it does it doesn't say any mm-hmm. any show it says that Dave Benton Right. and CC concert so they bought the ticket for your show
0: you know I think we can forget that sometimes as performers like what what it's okay we're doing a show it's the next show we're going to the next thing there's always something happening and not, it doesn't become normal, but you forget that someone, maybe it's a theater show, they bought a ticket, maybe they had to hire a babysitter, it's a big night out for them, wife's put on a dress, this is something special. It is, it is you
1: know. Yeah, it is. Keep that it is, buy a new suit, uh, doing the makeup, uh, fixing their hair and everything, mm. just to come to your show. Yeah. You know? And you go like, ah, I don't feel like it today. <laughs> nah, Listen, I have a headache. Can you take it over for me? It doesn't work like that. You know, it's uh, 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 luckily, uh, um, yeah, I'm of the luckliest performances who have a, a daughter or even two daughters following in my shoes. Mm. You know, one who can take over for me already. And and, and that's what I did with a lot of, uh, of, of geeks, like we call them. You know, I prepare everybody, listen, I have this that I'm on the list of a kidney transplant. Yeah. So it can happen all the time. Oh,
0: Anytime. Yeah, when, when your time comes up, you've got to go. You want I, the kidney, gotta Dave? Gotta well, go. The time The kidney to go. is there waiting yeah. for
1: you. You have to go. Mm. You know, so, so I prepare everybody for that. Mm. In case it happens, CC will take over. Or my band will take over. They are prepared for it. And it happened just like that. Huh. You know, uh, they called me exactly on the date that I have a wedding. Oh. And at five o'clock in the morning, I go like.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and texting and texting and texting and, and everything. And CC knows already. Okay, she has to do it. The band knows it. Everybody knows so so you, you 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 have it prepared hmm. you know but that's falls under the same term the show must go on
0: that's true i love that spirit i love that you're still able to do that no
1: matter what it has to go on you know that it does yeah that and that's
0: been a difficult time for us at comedy estonia because we're just itching we can't there's no stage nothing <laughs> there's no outlets yes, yes yes and that's why all these podcasts have suddenly been popping up because god correct, ah, correct, we got to do it yes, and yes. in some way the show can go on yeah. at least in yeah, a yeah. little way there can be communication yes, and yes. and do that
1: and i'm and and i'm actually i'm, I'm happy for this mm. I, I, I really appreciate it you know you can be sitting at home and, and people forgets People forget, especially in my in my situation. Um, like Estonian people, Estonian audience, they they don't know that I'm ready to perform. Mm. You know, they still think that Ah, Dave is sick. Oh, Dave okay. Dave Bentin is sick. Dave in a has this. bit better the but they they should know that after the corona thing mm. i'm 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 ready to perform actually oh. it's okay i was wondering, oh, okay
0: because i thought for a moment you were going somewhere else with this which is i see in my friends who are comedians uh like my friend sander who's who, who's a well known stand up and it, it might have been a week and a half, maybe two weeks after the corona, and he's like, Do people remember me? Yeah, bro, you've just done three national tours. They yeah. remember oh, you. It's oh, okay. Yes? But no, they don't. No, I better I better put out a cooking show or <laughs> something else every day, like <laughs> so they remember me. And I'm like, They remember you. It's
1: oh, all right. They, oh they do. But
0: that artistic thing of yes, like yes. oh yes. god, maybe not, maybe not, which yes. is yes, exactly. so irrational, but somehow so tied to the artistic process Yes, that Yes,
1: you are. You are. You are and and um, and the whole thing is to to keep it going
2: mm.
1: and also so um, thanks to all this kind of broadcasting and 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 interviews and and whatever thanks to the internet you know, yeah. You know that yeah people can still see that that hey mm. no he's alive <laughs> damn whoa. <laughs> you know, so uh, it's like they had another program with CC. In the weekend. Cici called me next to her and they went like, Hey Dave, whoa <laughs> <laughs> You know, like where the hell did he come from? Yeah, right. You know? yeah. Where uh, the fuck do you think I've been? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm still hell, hell? And yeah. I live with Cici, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm her father, remember? <laughs>
0: So once, uh, w- once we've been given the all clear and once the corona's over and once you feel like you're back to full strength, what is typical work life for Dave these days? I mean, you're doing some shows, some bigger things. What, what projects have you got going on? Um,
1: locally, I, I have, uh, um, or we have, my wife and me, my family, we, we have a, a production company we, we organize. Hmm. shows and all that so actually all the concerts and everything that we've been doing we organize ourselves you know and and now cc is also part of of the company so uh, uh, organize shows um, doing concerts um, doing gigs hmm. uh, uh, i have a trio and i have a full band uh, so uh, um, that's, a, that's a, the, the regular things the hmm. regular things you know and and Making appearances, appearances, um, um, try to get on TV mm. as few as you can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, I can understand yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. We're really good at appearing a few times, uh, yeah. very little on television. That's a skill of comedy <laughs> Estonia. We have. We never get asked on the TV. It's a big skill.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, it's. Uh, but uh, um, yes, and and try to to keep on being in in the uh, in the view you know mm. uh, even if it's in the mirror you know <laughs> uh, but um, uh, people have to know about you hmm. people have to see you people have to hear about you uh, and that's uh, that, that's important
0: kind okay, of keep that constant I mean, it's like that. Okay, sure. And I, I, while I do joke about my friend Sander that, okay, I make fun of him, that no one's forgetting you. On the other hand, what you say is correct. That as an artist, you do need to keep going and you do need to keep plugging away. Keep trying every day is a struggle, not only to, I don't know, come up with something new, something fresh, something that pushes you, but you have no job. You have, you know, you have no boss. There's no no career ladder for you or yep. not at least no career ladder that is prescribed in some no. HR report for a company that says, Dave, if you do the next two years, then you're going to rise up to senior singer. Yeah, yes. And once you've made senior <laughs> yes. singer, then you're going to be yes. vice president singer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. It's not like that. There's <laughs> it's, no it's not like that
0: guarantees. Yes. But you've been able to, by forming your own production company and organizing your own things, I, I you've been have, able to sort of have take a bit of control actually, over that.
1: I have it actually. Uh, um, That's basically the first thing that I did. Hmm. Um, I was part of uh, two companies. One with a friend of mine, uh, um, Kale Koif. We had a Big Daddy production. And uh, we were doing weddings and and other um, um, events and everything. And after that, then I started my own company. Uh, with my wife, and and that happens basically right after the episode of the Eurovision.
0: Okay, so since then, that company's been running, organizing, and kind of your own management company. Yes. Huh. That's interesting for me, because that's a, a question that I've thought about a lot, that so. We have our Comedy Estonia comedians and we're doing shows and big shows, small shows, open mic in a cafe and the theater, maybe at Venner but we are also our own management agency. So we run like you, we might sell tickets to the Venner yes. but I also work with those comedians to guide their careers. What's your next step for each four? And we've got got about seven or eight who are, living off it actually not no no rich guys here not at all but but
1: it's it's an income
0: it's an income income. it's an income and they're getting there with that and then a few a lot more that are trying aspiring and and so we're the same so i'm guiding their careers at different levels and trying to sell them tickets and so forth
1: I mean, it's not only an income, it's an art too. Yes, absolutely, yes. It's an art, people have to understand it, it's an art.
0: Right, so this is sort of, I guess where I'm kind of weaving my way through this, because, I mean, management is not as common, not very common in Estonia. People are used to getting connected. Why can't I just talk to that guy? Well, no, I'm his manager and that's fine. And tell me your idea. And then I'll go speak to my artist and we'll work. No, 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 no. I want to talk to that guy. Yes. And people just aren't used to it. Um, and then even if there is management, do they have the experience? Can they do it? So even, and it's not even common now, let alone 2001, 2002. So it was just for you. Was it just easier for you to sort of look after yourself back then?
1: Um, uh I tell you, I have a, uh, uh, I have a background of of uh, uh, my my uh, studies and things that I graduated in, hmm. and one of them is sales and marketing ah, management. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so so I've been a, a manager for different uh, um, companies in my life. Um, I've seen how management work. And more especially, more importantly, I've seen how management doesn't work. Mm. Always in entertainment or other fields? No, other fields too. I was a marketing manager for Nissan Motors on the island selling cars for a long period. I was uh, director of an offshore company in jewelry. Mm. And and, uh, I was manager for a jewelry store for 13 years. So... uh, um, I'm a gemologist, actually. That's the first thing that I graduated in. I'm a gemologist.
0: That's the word for it, who studies, who knows and studies jewels. Jewels. Huh, I didn't even know and that was a word. A gemstones. word gemstones.
1: gemstones. Gemstones, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Gemologist. Yes, okay. yes. Where did you learn that? In Boston. Okay. Yeah,
0: GIA. Is that, because Boston is where you went after you left Antilles? Um,
1: no, while I was on the Antilles. Okay. So I spent like three weeks in Boston
0: mm-hmm.
1: to, to complete the study um, um Chemologist Institute of America, GIA.
0: Right.
1: So uh, um so you you learn. One particular thing that I learned in my life and I graduated is personalia. Learn how to deal with people mm. with different people. You know? Um how do you act if a person has an attitude that you don't like, but you have to sell to this person mm. you know all that so so uh, uh, you you know for your career um, what to do, what not to do and everything uh, um, One particular thing I learned. In my entire career. Sorry for everybody out there, but female management are better than male ones. Amen. They are. Mm -hmm. They are. I had two female managers who got me up to there. Mm -hmm. You know, no interest, no personal interest, no nothing, the job main thing we have to sell you that's the main thing that's why we are your manager we have to sell you i like that. nobody calls to you mm-hmm. they call to us they deal with us we deal with them you are safe i think that's the way management should be and i like that yes you know, i like that you know um, you don't need a management a manager who sits in his office waiting for people to call. They could just call you. Who buy you. Hmm. They can call you. Hmm. They don't need to call to your manager. Yeah. Your manager supposed to sell you. That's what they're supposed to do. they supposed to find places for you to perform and to sell you the best for you I that's like that their idea. job that's their job
0: in comedy estonia our operations officer is hellerin she's a lady a uh, sales manager, Christina, whose job is literally to you sell guys,
1: us. You guys are safe. For the company, <laughs>
0: is it the incoming CEO who's gonna be coming in next year merrily. We've actually only got, besides me, it's got one project manager is Henrik, is a guy. And even then, before I, I'm very, very happy with my project manager. He runs tours, he's very good at his job. I'm very impressed. But before I was like, a guy? Ooh, I don't know, I've had such, you know, so far the women have been doing very good with this. Yes, yes. Uh, Now I'm convinced, okay, it's not quite, but uh, yeah, there's, yeah, I don't know either what it is. I don't want to say is it some aspect of femininity or some perspective or what it is, or am I just,
1: is it just coincidence that Uh, I've I've done well? I tell you, I don't want to dig in it. Mm. I don't want to dig into it. Uh, for me, it's just like that. Yeah, it just is. It, it, it's just like that. Oh. You know, and and um, yeah, and some people don't want to respect it, but they have no choice. <laughs> they have no choice. It is like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, um, um, I work with a partly, I would say, a pretty good manager in, in Estonia. It mm-hmm. uh, um, was the first manager that I had and the only one. That's it.
0: So you still, even though it's your company, you've got you've still got that manager person inside of that company. Or how's that? No, no, have you got, he got was, that. Arranged? He was
1: was before before I had my my. Oh okay, yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was good. He's, he's big. He's he's great. But but if I want the Eurovision, and three months, five months later. I'm not working. <laughs> my friend th- my friend, there must be something wrong. <laughs> yeah, there must be something wrong, mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, so uh, uh, your job is to sell me, yeah, and that's the pro
0: I mean that's it should be exactly what a salesperson wants, yeah, like you're the hottest property around at that time. That's the moment, and yeah. we know as artists, these. Uh, whatever they say, hills and val- the 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 artist's career is hills and valleys. It's drought, what it, I don't know, famine, feast and famine is the word I'm looking yes. for. One year you're the top of the world, you are the number one. The next year, for whatever reason, maybe not. And yes. it's as you say, consistency to see it through those ups and those downs. Exactly. But exactly. that's to me what the sales manager should be looking for. Like, <sighs> yep, yep, All right, we got the hot one right now. Yes. Yes, how exactly. can we make as much as we can yeah. in that moment
1: and if that doesn't happen there's something you're not doing right mm. and uh, I find it out what it what it was and uh, I called him I said listen let's have a meeting yeah come to my office I said no I want it in a natural place mm-hmm. so let's meet in a restaurant here and so so and um, I told him so listen this is the case um, concerning everything that happened and everything and the contract that we're signing and everything you're not selling
2: hmm.
1: you're not selling me uh, I cannot believe that I'm not selling right. I won't take it I won't accept it I'm supposed to be out there I'm supposed to be on the road so We are not going to go to court with this. We're not going to fight about this. I'm not going to call you names because I know you too well. You know me. By this, we shake our hands and the contract is nihil. It's over. If I got something, if I need you, I will call you. If you need me, please call me. I'm here. Deal. And he stood up and he shake my hand. He shook my hands. Good. And I went like, damn, I'm so right. (laughs) I'm so right. (laughs) Yeah. But the whole thing is that, as good as he as he was, there were people who were calling me to perform. Mm. And I tell them, no, please call this number because he's he's my manager. We don't want to talk to him. <laughs> oh no, we don't want to deal with him.
0: Just out of just out of principle. Yeah. You mean like just uh no. nothing but him, I don't know him, just always a personal personal. Thing. Oh personal. Okay, that's different. Sorry, I thought we Personal meant... thing. Right. Okay. And
1: no, no, no. We don't deal with him. Mm. No. And then there was one person who told me straight. He said, Dave, nobody will deal with him. So be smart. I go like, wow. Okay, this is it. Mm. So we shook hands and everything, and that's it. We were calling each other, he called me, I call him. That's it's an important
0: moment that that time i mean it's not to put you down it's almost like a standing up for yourself which i think artists need to do if that's not happening i had something i guess you could say i had a similar experience that my my first employee in estonia i hired somebody and i I guess you could i I really knew nothing i just we were just doing comedy shows we were standing on coffee tables still we were (laughs) you know in (laughs) bars doing whatever the fuck we could it was (laughs) some people were coming, there was clearly something there. We, i got a few gigs and I'm like, okay, I got just enough to pay someone to do something. And they, they weren't, they were a manager, not entitled, they were an employee, but I looked to that person for guidance because they had much more experience in entertainment in Estonia than that. And yeah, it's, I don't even know where I was going with this. It it, it was, I guess it was the same thing as well. It's, Eventually that person, it didn't end up well between us either. And I can see also now I'm not saying anything about your situation. I'm saying with myself, I think a lot of it was I might have, I didn't know enough about the industry to know what's reasonable, how to act, how to be. I think as an artist, you need to know how to deal with a manager as much as a manager needs to know how to deal with you as well.
1: probably think i didn't understand that well enough at the
0: time and so through also fault of my own i think a lot of her as well but anyway um you know that relationship degrades and then there has to be that time of saying no this isn't gonna be anymore if
1: if if it doesn't work it doesn't work Hmm. you know this is um uh this is show business and and show business is um one start and keep on going. And keep on going. Um, The end is where you fell down. And even if you fall down, you stand up and you keep on going again. You know, until you can't go anymore. Uh, um, In show business, you have to know when to stop. You have to know yourself when to stop when it doesn't work. You know, as as soon, as long as you know In your head that no it can still go Uh, be careful what you wish for because (laughs) then it can still go and maybe it
0: can go not in the same form I think there's it speaks as well to an uh, the evolution of the artist correct okay yeah I'm not young as I was before I'm not doing exactly I'm not on a coffee table well okay some days maybe I still am but exactly you evolve and you know I don't have to stop doing this but how am I going to evolve as that artist who do I become who does the audience, I guess, in some ways, yes. want me to become, and who do I want to become, exactly. and can okay, then we can maybe keep something going. The, I, I think you were kind of implying there that someone like an artist could keep trying, but no one like no one's coming. It's a bit sad, and that can be because I don't know, maybe they're not good, but can it be they didn't learn how to evolve with their audience? Yes, not exactly. that you know your your career is ended.
1: Exactly, exactly. But the the. The important thing about being an artist is know where your category is falling under. Does it fall under a beginner? Uh, a good one? A better one? Mm-hmm. Do you really believe you're a superstar? <laughs> uh, all these things, uh, whatever you think, You have to act like it, you have to act like it. If you're a beginner, you know you have to build up to become a good one. If you're a good one, you know you have to build up to become a better one. If you're a great one, you know you have to work hard to become a superstar. (laughs) You know, so it, it's it's a ladder you have to climb. You, you you have to do that.
0: How can you keep that perspective? Because one one job a manager can do for you is they're an external person who can observe you. Hopefully, they're close to you. Hopefully, you trust them. And then you go like, no, 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 guy, okay, like, here's where you're at. Now, here's where you're going to go. And here's the thing. But if you bring that in-house or even internally, I guess, as you did after this incident you spoke of, how do you self-regulate how do you know where I'm at right now
1: Um, you you, you have you have to feel that you have to see it Um, one important thing uh, um, to all artists out there all of you watching this podcast uh, be honest with yourself be honest with yourself Know. That you're not good because you look <laughs> extraordinary, <laughs> handsome, <laughs> build up. You have you showing all your uh, what I don't have, or <laughs> <laughs> the abs, of the stomach, abs, all that. Yeah, uh, you're not good because of that. Mm. You're good because you're a good artist. You know. That talent that you have comes out when you open that mouth, you know, or when you dance and when you move. Females, don't think you're good because you have a nice butt, you have nice tits. (laughs) It doesn't matter. If you can't sing, you can't. So any manager who goes like, what the hell, she looks bloody good, guys. We can make something out of her. It's nonsense because one day it will fall. And what then? What then? You know, then then, then it's a failure. So your manager has to know the business. Your manager has to know if you're good, if you're bad, if you're a beginner, if whatever. You know, like all great managers used to know, you know, and and when you get a good manager nowadays who knows it, um, things would be different. Things would be really, really different.
0: I think there can be a... I, I, look, I've never really worked in entertainment. I've only really established this entertainment business since I've been in Estonia. Now, certainly, I travel and I watch the news and I know what's happening in my industry all around the world. But I've only sort of deeply worked here, so it's harder for it's hard for me to compare else. But one thing I I see in Estonia on that issue of know yourself, be honest, have honest people. Uh. Because we live in a small country, true, much bigger than Aruba, but still, <laughs> still a relatively a small yes. country. It's relatively easy for a young artist to be picked up in the media cycle. They do something, maybe it's a reasonable thing. Maybe they got a good song, a performance. Maybe that one thing isn't bad, right? It's a step on that way. It's it's a good thing before the very good and the the great, as you sort of said. But they can do sort of one thing that's good. And it's a step along the way, but then all of a sudden they're on the TV program. They're in the radio show. They're in the, and it's so quick to get pumped through the media cycle that, and they've, because they're young, maybe they don't have a good advisor. They're like, of course, oh yeah, the radio, radio is great. Oh, magazine, I want to be on the front of the magazine, love the magazine. Of course, they all sound reasonable things to do, but then three weeks later, everyone's sick of you. And every, not only is everyone sick of you, you haven't developed as an artist because you've got to, okay, now you've had the song, cool. Where's the next song? Where's the next one? And I, I could see it as a particular trap in this
1: small industry. Um, I tell you, they, they all have to deal, uh, managers, artists, producers, producers. They all have to deal with this, with this package here. Mm. This package always ends with, what now? (laughs) What now? What now? Um, She got a record deal. She got this. She got that. It can be also a he. doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, uh, This, 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 this. Mm. We got her out on. Chronica, we got him out on this, we got him out on that, Uchtulecht, um, uh, blah, 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 all, everybody, we've seen in on TV show, he's all of a sudden, he or she is a expert to be jury, to judge any item, anything we have on TV, blah, 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 blah. good, all that is over what now (laughs) what now
0: what now in this small market where realistically there aren't all the world of opportunities yes yeah
1: you see so uh, um luckily for me when when i came to estonia um i i didn't burn the bridges behind me Mm. you know so um in scandinavia uh, producers and 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 uh, management and and people knew me. And they knew Dave Benton, and before that, uh, other countries they all they know Dave Benton. You know, so uh, I paid my dues before I came to Estonia. Mm. Uh, uh, when I decided to come to Estonia. Uh, it had nothing to do with being an artist, you know, I decided to come to Estonia purely because of my girlfriend and purely because I wanted to start all over again. I wanted to start from the bottom of everything you know uh, I came to Estonia with five hundred dollars in my pocket, you know. I had a girlfriend and her family to catch me here. I wasn't thinking of continuing my career, uh, becoming the Dave Benton I am now. No, Uh, I know that uh, um, I still had my my contacts out of Estonia, and I still work with them, Uh, and that was it.
0: Were you able to have – you could take the leap because you had made the leap several times in your life previously. I mean, you moved from Antilles to America as much as I understood. At some stage, you were living in Netherlands, I think. Yes. So you've done this – because some people just – they never leave the home or they never leave the country or they just live there. But you've already learned not how to live in that specific place, but it's like how to –
1: set up and adapt in some new place the the main thing is um to be yourself wherever you go be yourself you know and and like i said before you do if you're in rome you do like the romans and if you don't like what the romans do (laughs) then you have to adapt You, you have to adapt um Uh, I consider myself uh, um, to be um, very lucky in Estonia. Um, I met my my wife. We started a life here. We have two wonderful daughters. Uh, um,
0: Lisa's in the studio with us right now. Yes, yes.
1: Lisa, give me my water there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. I I was checking if I can reach it. <laughs> so you, you you come to Estonia and um uh, you continue actually your life. For me it was like more continuing than starting all over. Mm. Although it was starting all over because nobody knows you here, except your your girlfriend, and everything. But uh, she was working in a in a, in a circle. In an environment which was uh, practically great for me to fall in, you know. Uh, the first person here was um, her manager, who uh, was manager of a dance dance school, uh, Rival Hellerman. So Raivo took me literally to the, to the um, working offices, and this is he, he's here. Mm-hmm. These, these, are, these are his credentials, and, and um, he's going to work for us as a coordinator, as as an advisor, he's going to work for us. So that was good. But I'm also a, a energy healer. I'm also a Reiki master. Mm-hmm. So I started to work at the gym club where my wife, my girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. was working. Mm-hmm. So I start practicing there. Uh, and uh, from there comes up, this and that and this and that. They have a party of anniversary of this place. And my wife asked me, would you like to, to do a couple of songs for them? I said, yes, why not? I mean, that's what I do, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, I, I start to perform and everybody there was like, Wait a second. <laughs> and he lives in Estonia? <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, there was a reporter of Kronika, mm. and uh, hey, we became friends, and he goes like, listen, I would love to write about you guys, <laughs> and, and and keep on tracking you, uh, how you're going here and everything. So, so you have that, that mm. keeps on going, and... Uh, Practically the same year that I'm here in Estonia, I came in spring. And the same year, I'm standing in summer <laughs> Yeah. You know, with 20 dancers behind me.
2: <laughs> you know?
1: And everybody again like, who the hell is this guy? He lives in Estonia. Whoa. So there comes uh, uh, another uh, producer, uh, NLX. And NLX tells me, listen, would you like to do a couple of shows for me? I have this, I have that. Mm. Yeah. So, and you start to perform bit by bit by bit. New Year's Eve, Mm. different things, and I still have my, my contacts abroad. So you have to leave Estonia for three months, and then I come back. And Everything at that time was on borrowed time, so you get your visa for three months. <laughs> you have to leave the country for one day, oh, yeah, yeah. come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were safe when you were here.
0: I've always had a visa. You yeah, i managed. Said, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. You're good. I'm yeah? a little bit worried right now, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, overall, no, I'm, I'm-
1: Okay, you're good.
0: I've always, Australians, I think Australians are particularly good at finding a visa scam, <laughs> where it's in our, na- our culture, our national nature, yeah. to know how to find the loopholes yeah, yeah. to get through. So I'm all right. Well,
1: at that time, I had to leave Estonia every single three months. Yeah, right. Just go out for one day or a couple of hours and come back. <laughs> you have to. Mm-hmm. And then get, get another stamp for another three months that was the legal time yeah sure yeah you know, and and keep on doing that you know and and start you, you you started I literally started to roll all by myself, you know no management no nothing uh, people were contacting me and then it was happening you know uh, uh, I was just telling my girls a couple of weeks ago, the year 2000. I still remember it clearly. Mm. I had five gigs on New Year's Eve. <laughs> That's great. I st- <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought I was going to die afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I started at 7:30 mm. and I finished at 3:30 in the morning. Oh. From one place to the other and my wife was driving me mm-hmm. all that you know and man that was well are you nuts you know
0: i'm always in uh, admiration what we do many similar events like you might do there's a party a wedding the new year's eve event whatever it's common that now our comedians will be asked to come along and perform and for us I'm always in awe of the band and the singers because the band, they got to get there at four o'clock, set everything up, do a sound check, go through the songs, all that. Then they got to go away for a while. I don't know where they go. They go somewhere and then come back, play two or three sets over the course of the evening, our comedians, we roll in, Hey, you doing? Yes, good, can the host bring us on? Cool, thank you, 25 minutes later, thank you, time to go, we've had our laughs or out of there, like our job is easy, no, sound check, good, are we on? Yep, good, sound check done, that's, you know, for us. And uh, I'm always, I feel a sympathy for the band who, who've gotta be there forever. Well,
1: well I tell you, uh, um, I always, um, in my entire career, I always fight for my band my band first and i make no jokes people who works with me they know i make no jokes you know uh, i don't need a contract i don't need this i don't need that i tell you what i expect mm. and this is it write it down you know this is it i mean i was a drummer 13 years of sitting behind my drum set and perform and sing lead singer the band of nine people huh practically every night in the casino. Where was that? On Aruba. In Aruba, okay. Yeah. So so the band is my backbone, whatever I do. Uh, uh, and I have this band for since I started here, this guys. And uh, um, hey, but I reach to the height, to the level that I have my sound men, I have my band, everything. They know. They know they have to be there. Then and so and so and so and this is it. I just come in in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have to do sound check because it's done for me and everything. So know. you just go in in the evening.
0: And that's a privilege that you've earned yes. to be able to do yes. that. That's, yes. you know, by exactly. through having those bonds of people that are, oh, you're yeah, 20 yeah, years
1: yeah. old now, or something yeah, yeah. like this. I mean, you pay your dudes. Yeah. You know, you pay your dudes to, to reach this level. And this is it. Hmm. You know, so, uh, um, yes. And and, and um, I, I'm, I, I feel myself uh, to be the the, the, the lucky one you know um you come to a place you come to a country um you don't speak their language mm. uh, you try <laughs> i still trying. and 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 uh, after 3 years being here you win the eurovision right damn <laughs> you know he,
0: he, he. does that pose to you an interesting thing in your career because it's this I mean it's quick it's three years, not very long as you as you I believe you were saying, like Jesus three, three years, years later I yeah, never went in the Eurovision, like you said, like what now? what the hell do you think to yourself as an artist like what now after Eurovision you know,
1: <laughs> another Eurovision <laughs> <laughs> okay, no problems, <laughs> you know. It's it's uh, uh, I, I always think back. Um, I think it was uh, five years ago or four years ago. Uh, I was invited by the EBU to to be in 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 London because it was the anniversary of the EBU. Okay. And and uh, I remember uh, Conchita Wars came came a little bit later. But there were most people of the of the internet, of the, VV block, okay. uh, journalists, organizers, TV producers, and everything. And I think that the only performance who were there was me and Conchita. Wars later, hmm. you know? and. Uh, uh, then they present you to the, because it was like, wow, you know, it was just chairs on the stage, yeah. and a theater full of the media. Yeah, you know, you go like, what the hell? <laughs> okay, let's do this. And and they present you, and it's literally what the presentator was reading ladies and gentlemen he's a legend on himself Dave Benton I was like a legend
0: (laughs) is there another Dave Benton
1: (laughs) I like that actually (laughs) I like that and when I walked on while I was walking and the guy started to to recap this whole thing, and things that like actually that a, a people don't don't they don't think about it, you know. Um, for me, it was like wow! Well, after three years in Estonia, I got a chance to to win the Eurovision. Mm. I mean, uh, I've been following Eurovision since I was sixteen. From the island, how do I follow the Eurovision? We had a Dutch magazine that was coming every week called the Music Express and they were writing in it all the things about the Eurovision and I know because it comes with a, with with the springtime uh, we didn't mm. have any any springtime or anything for us it was sun mm. 24 hours okay, every yeah, day yeah. <laughs> so so we were following that mm there was another magazine that was coming called uh, panorama also dutch and writing this
0: okay, and this is all back in this is still until yes. yeah back there, yeah. Era
1: when i was i was 16 right. 17. and if you want to know who won it and you're eager to know it you don't wait until this magazine comes again you know so you go to the movies <laughs> because then they had the Polygon news Okay. From Holland, black Mm. and white. And then you see who won it, you know, like that. So I've been following that. Um, Did I ever thought, hey, you know, one day I'm going to win this.
0: I'm a singer, I'm a performer, I'm a drummer,
1: you know. Ever? Sure. Never. Never. Not even when I move to Europe, and I was living in Germany, I was living in Holland, I was living in Norway. Never, never. I was always following it, I was always watching it. It Never crossed my mind. So, these guys, they mention all these kind of things, you know, they go like, what the hell? Mm. You're the first dark person to win the Eurovision. You're from the Antilles, man. You, you're from you're from the Antilles. You're from the Caribbean, man. What the hell are you doing in our Eurovision? <laughs> you know, uh, 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 you brought Estonia into the Eurovision. You know, and Dave, we don't want to mention it, but it's an issue. We have to mention it. You're the oldest winner of the (laughs) Eurovision. (laughs) You got it all, all the big three. You you, you got it all. You got it all. Person
0: of color, small Estonia, oldest guy.
1: He said, but your story, Mm -hmm. the story how you got here and everything, you're a legend, man. It's a story to be written.
0: It's It's a great story.
1: It is. It is. It's a fantastic story. You know, and...
0: For me, I've really wanted to have you on this podcast for a while. I think all my friends know that. Most of my friends right now, I just happy that I asked you to be on here because they're sick of me talking about this. <laughs> they goddamn just have Dave on already and shut the fuck up about it. Uh, I guess I did. It is an amazing story, and I guess I connected with that also being someone who's moved from my home country, trying to be an entertainer. I lived for two years in Sweden. I lived for a year in Finland, uh, traveled as well, and could never find a place to settle in. And then somehow, for some odd reason that I do not know quite understand yet why, I just seemed to fit in here. And then when I was here, I, my friends and I just had the idea, let's do stand-up comedy. And I'd had some experience working uh, as a theater producer in Sydney some experience working with comedy crews in sydney not really at a professional level at an amateur university level and then somehow it just happened and in my small much 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 smaller fashion what estonia gave to me was the chance to be a stand-up comedian which I think I'd always had some dream now. Did I think again that I would be a stand-up comedian in Estonia? I didn't even know what that country was when I was growing up. I didn't even know. We had to look. I remember when it was 2006 and my two friends and I decided to travel to Europe. And we said, well, buy a car in Sweden. Yep, great. We know Sweden. That's, yep, that's one of the ones we know. Good. And then we're like, but can you drive down that side? Is that Russia? I don't know. And we had to go buy a map. Like there was no Google maps. I had to fold it out and we blue tacked it to my wall. And we went, yeah, those, those countries, they're not Russia. No, no, they're not Russia. Okay, we, we can drive down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can drive down there. So I didn't even know. And and even then when we first come and like, uh, what what is this place? And that there was this desire in me to be a performer. There was this latent thing in me that I want to be a, a comedian. And that somehow this country was able to give that
1: to me. Because Again. I think it's because um, however we put it, however we want to look at it, mm. Estonia is a pretty free country. Yeah. It's a pretty free country. People, you're free. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, 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 and, and that's that's the, the the whole thing, you know and bit by, but you have to understand also that um, like when I came here, uh, uh, Estonia was pretty young. Mm. Very, very young. Very young. young. Very.
0: Right. Uh, um, Which is the bit I can't quite grasp. I mean, I'm not trying to say, I've not really had, I mean, challenges, yes, like any artist, any businessman, any individual has challenges, but I don't know if society really gave me challenge
1: in the same way that it may have given you challenge, uh, I, I tell you, I, I think, I think that uh, for me again, I consider myself to be lucky. Uh, I, I heard, I heard tons of negative things when I came to Estonia, uh, but I heard also tons. Of positive things. That's nice. You know, uh, which I pay more attention to. Which I pay more attention to. Uh, uh, For me, uh, what was interesting interesting at that time is uh, I want to hear what the artist world around me Okay.
0: think in Estonia in what they Estonia, think
1: okay what they think um, I'm not so interested in what the media think I can connect with that you because, want to know what your peers think yes because the media can think whatever they want to because that's what they do mm. uh, um, if you're lucky to find a media who writes positive things about you without looking for the intrigue you're very lucky you're very lucky but it is true Hmm. it is true the media writes more about intrigue than about
0: there's always a twist there's always some controversy they need to put in there
1: exactly i heard it so many times that "Ah, dave Mm -hmm. benton is boring Uh, We don't want to hear about I love my wife and I love my thing. (laughs) We don't don't want to. Yeah, yeah. It's it's enough. We heard it a lot. Mm. No, I keep on saying it because it's the truth. Uh, So, so. uh, uh, But what the artist world are thinking about you? Do they want to have you around? Do they want to work with you? Mm. You know, and um, and uh, um, I made that. Actually, my priority. Hmm. Uh, there wasn't not one show that I produced that I didn't had the Estonian artist next to me, nice. or two, or three, or four, even six.
0: Oh, you're the only foreigner there. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I know this. Uh,
1: when James came over, I had James also. James Wurtz? Um, yes. Okay, yeah, had, like, oh,
0: James, I've done so many
1: gigs with James. Yeah, yeah. He's the best. I, I had him in a couple of uh, um, shows with me. Mm-hmm. and, and um, But that was important for me. That was very important for me. What does the artist, what do they think about me? Do they want to work with me? Do they want to stay away from me?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What, what was it? Are they envious? Are they jealous? Or do they think I'm arrogant? Do they think what? What was it? And and uh, um, luckily, uh, most of artists were were working with me. You know, I think if they're hopefully
0: uh, on the whole, if they're a real artist, they really value what they do. They, you're able to see between that. I had an experience recently where. I was hired to do some writing, a pretty commercial thing, I guess, you know, there's going to be some voiceover and I started, they didn't quite know what they wanted. So, okay, um, here's my ideas. Here's my idea. Like this idea, like that idea, like this. And then it was the, whatever the company was, it was the marketing manager or someone. And then that person, he came back and said, no, don't like that. Don't like that. And I went, oh and then i put up my defenses and i went uh, uh and I, I spent a moment I, I don't want to feel like that but i spent a moment going fuck you. Nuh, nuh, nuh. and then i tried to think about okay lewis calm down why are you thinking these emotions why do you feel that and i understood you know are you uh, do i am i pretentious or am i arrogant because i don't want someone to criticize my ideas and i understood it, it I only want comedians to criticize my ideas. I don't want the marketing manager to criticize my ideas. I want the other artists. And when I do, because they have my respect, the marketing manager has my respect, but in a different way, not in terms of writing content. <laughs> I, want, I want to grow, I want that feedback. But I kind of only want it from comedians, from my peers, from those artists around me.
1: I, th- I think more, more, more. Uh, uh, you want to say is uh, you want it from people who knows yes. your business. Yes. Who knows it? Mm. Yeah. I, I had, I had in the beginning, um, I had one because I was working a lot in uh, in Bonnie and Clyde mm. at mm-hmm. the time. And wait, which. Which place is
0: now Bonnie and Clyde? Jesus, I know that was a place. What's it now? Olympic Casino. Which one?
1: That's in Hotel Olympia.
0: Oh, okay. Under down. Oh, yes, Venice yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That yes. that was Bonnie and Clyde down yes. there. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yes. And uh, I reached there one day. I didn't know that they changed management, but mm-hmm. I have I had uh, I had one show, one night every month. Okay, that was mine. Mm. And I could do whatever I wanted to it, so I was bringing guest artists and everything there that's nice, yeah and uh so I didn't know they changed management and then I reached there and they told me that uh, the night manager or whatever manager who's there who wants to wants to talk to me said okay, mm-hmm. and I thought that that's my friend Khalif, so I know Khalif. I said, okay, I went, and there's one guy I don't know. So I mm. said, um,
2: <laughs>
1: is Kalev <Calif> here? <laughs> no, no, he's in I said, ah. I said, excuse me, but you wanted to see me? He said, yes. And he said, listen, I, I said, uh, listen. Don't get me wrong, but who are you? <laughs> and he, oh, I'm, 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 I'm the manager of Bonnie Claire. I'm. But ah, oh, nice to meet you, <laughs> Dave. Yeah. And he said, um, first things first, I want to see the list of your songs. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. Uh-uh. I said why I want to see if the sounds that you bring Is good for my people I said you're new here ah, You're new here <laughs> I said my friend uh, Excuse me You don't have people And I don't have people here. Yeah. This is Bonnie and Clyde I'm here to work for the people. Now, um, I'm not going to show you my, my my list. I'm not going to do it. I never do it. Because my list is my surprise, always. I'm not telling it. Not to you, not to anybody. Mm. Well, this will be your last night then. said, <laughs> so those. there's where we're going. Okay. Uh, then I would say enjoy it while it lasts, because my friend, I don't give you a week or two. That's all you got. But I will become, keep on coming here. I'm quite sure of it. Yeah. And indeed, he was one week. Was, pst, Gone, And I'm sorry I didn't meet him after that, Mm. you know. But uh, uh, I know that he doesn't have the authority to judge my show. You don't judge a show that's been put in there Mm. because the show is there for a reason. If the people of the hotel doesn't think that this show sells, they don't put it there.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, it's very simple. Sure. If if I'm the manager of the club and you're coming in, it's because I hired you. I'm not gonna question your program. Yeah. Hey, let me see your program. What are you gonna say? What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. No, it doesn't like yeah. No. My job is to run the place, and you're there because you're hired to be there. Mm. So I'm not supposed to judge or question the job you're gonna do. There cannot be. That Doesn't would, exist.
0: That would be like I guess when people come in and they say, "Tell us the jokes you're gonna tell," and we're like, "No, no, no." Cannot. First of all, it's. Uh, notwithstanding art, notwithstanding, this is our thing. I can't tell you them because my thing can only be delivered in front of the audience. Exactly. I'm going to sit here and read my jokes off. Maybe I've written them out. Maybe I've, maybe I happen to have a script, you know, what am I going to do? Stand here and read my jokes to you. Hey?
1: What, a, what about if you don't like my joke? Yeah. Then what? Take it out.
0: Yeah. You're out and like, <laughs> I don't
1: know. So, but- but this this system mm. became um, became a system towards Estonia um, during the Christmas time because the, the pastors, the, the priests of the churches, mm. they want to know your list of songs mm. your repertoire. and I can understand that.
0: I was gonna say, you're more likely to yeah. listen to a priest. Because okay.
1: because um, you can have songs mm. which are not suitable for for Christmas time, mm. and they're not suitable to do in a church. I, I can understand that. I, I mean, um, if I would start with uh, Highway to Hell <laughs> <laughs> in a church, in any church, um, that priest has to be pretty metallic <laughs> to go like, go ahead. It would be great if you came
0: out with the the Angus yes. Young, the hat on, yes. the little shorts. Yes. Dave. yes, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, I can understand they're going to go like, Dave, do you mind taking this out <laughs> from this? This is not good.
0: But even in the, and using that, even in the example of the, uh, vet, the hotel manager or the Bonnie and Clyde manager, you know, it's not even like, no, go two fingers up. I'll never tell you. I'll never do it. It's not even that. There are no, ways no, no. of approaching an artist. Yes. If you had a concern. Of course. Maybe later in the week, sit down and talk. Dave, the venue's got a direction. Here's what we're thinking about. What do you think about this? You know, it's not. It's a different thing. I don't think you'll never get an artist to do something by commanding them no. to do it. No.
1: I mean, I mean, it's a different thing. If you come and you tell me, listen, mm. uh, this is our club and and we like to hear these kind of songs. Okay, yeah. That's a different thing. Yeah. I will go like, uh, yeah, let's see if we can do one or two of them. Mm. Of course, let's see that. Which happened a lot in my career, you know. Mm. Uh, 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 so uh, I, I remember once... Um, when I started um, to do um, this kind of Las Vegas show
2: mm-hmm.
1: that you have to be on stage with the an orchestra and everything, uh, there was one hotel manager at the time who really gave me basically my first acceptable show. Hmm. Really. Really, this guy squeezed my balls for a whole week. <laughs> Honestly. This was like, no, I don't give you this three months of contract that you have. I said yes, but I signed them. Said, I don't care. Look at this. Ksh, ksh, ksh. You don't have any contract. I said I can take you to court for this. I said with what you don't have a contract. Mm. So, I'm a fast thinker actually. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, what does it exactly you want me to do? He said, now we getting there. You start this Friday. I'll be there. And I started the, the, the show. He gave me two weeks mm. i started a show and uh, i had to do one dinner show in a room with capacity for 500 people having dinner okay yeah
0: they're eating food they're not watching you but yeah oh
1: they watching me. yeah <laughs> trust me <laughs> and then you have to do a midnight show in the nightclub okay so Start with the dinner show. Finish. So I would say the the applause was randomly. So I was like, "Wow, yes." And a waiter comes to me and he said, "I will never forget his name." This hotel manager said, "Mr. Sanders wants to see you." And first thing crossed my mind. Damn, he was sitting. He was watching this, and Mr. sander was sitting in the back of the of the uh, diner room. Hmm. And he goes like, "Yep, let's meet tomorrow at two o'clock." And I go like, "Oh gosh, I couldn't sleep actually. You know, this is my first Because oh, he chance. wouldn't
0: tell you, he wouldn't
1: tell no, you what no, his th- no. thoughts were. This oh. is my first chance. Yeah, and um, locals don't get the chance to do Las Vegas shows in the big hotels on the island, Mm. because it's purely Americans. You don't get it as a local. It's my first chance. And uh, so two o'clock I was there and he said to me, literally like this, I like your suits, you're well-dressed. I notice you do even your nails. Go like, okay. Your shoes are perfect, (laughs) nice. Your makeup, done? Said, I don't wear makeup. You can use some. (laughs) Um, Your show, ah, you have a tremendous voice. Your show stinks. <clears throat> and I call him Mr. Sanders. I smell a butt. So, butt. He mm-hmm. said, so let's try to fix this. God. I tell you, I have this group coming from Brazil. And they're coming in with 300 people, all traveling agents. Do you think you can do these songs by Friday? There were six songs. There were three sambas. Yeah. The sambas that, that the, you know, the Americans do. La, la, la. Mm.
0: Are they easy or harder to do? No, no, no. They're easy. They're easy. For me. Okay. Was, mm.
1: I told him, I said, listen, um, it's all nice. I think I can do them. And of course, he finished me with my way. <laughs> and uh, I told him, I think it should be done here. But... Um, since I have only two weeks and I'm only starting this week, um, I don't have the money to do these arrangements. Uh, I told them, okay. They told me, okay. Mm. I will give you the advance. I will give you an advance. You put these six songs in your show, it doesn't matter what other songs you do, You do this. And then we talk. That's it. And he did. He deal with the orchestra manager, conductor, and everything. They made the arrangements. Man, I tell you, I was bloody shaking. I usually don't shake before.
0: That gig you had to do, yeah.
1: I was shaking. (laughs) If they come with 300 people, that Mm. means that. This diner room is going to be full with 500 people sitting, having dinner. Yeah. So the main thing about that was that nobody eats during your show. They're watching you.
0: Because they're agents, you said, right? Yeah. Didn't you say, yeah, they're like people in the industry yeah, yes. who could be helping you possibly, yes. you know, and, or something. and yeah.
1: bringing tourists, more yeah. tourists to the island, you oh, know, yeah. if they know there's shows like that, you know. So cut him so, man. We started, and there's one, only one thing I had in my head. Only one thing mm-hmm. said, Mr. Saunders, eat this today. <laughs> you know? And we shot it, we shot, and it went, you know. Yeah. And then we did my way. And at that time, I was so crazy that I was singing my way in F. Okay.
0: Way up, yeah. a high pitch. Yeah. Okay. So
1: I, I I was reaching Michael Jackson songs just full voice. Dang. At that mm. time. Mm. So, uh, man, let me finish. And trust me, man, this room erupted. Ah. The people stood up, you know. All these Brazilians were like, And the same fucking waiter. Mr. Sanders is waiting for you in the (laughs) back. What the fuck? What does he want now? What does he (laughs) want now? And the same thing. Can you meet me tomorrow at two (laughs) (laughs) o'clock? So... I went there at two o'clock, and uh, he came in, sat down, said, nice of you to come. Took the papers shop, signed it. It's three months of contract. And I signed it. And he signed it. He said, now get out of my office. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this guy this guy became my best friend ever Mm -hmm. in show business and on the island, you know. At that time, uh, uh, sorry for the expression, but everybody who doesn't make it, you know, they call you, ah, just like stupid nigger. And this guy told me straight when I was walking out, he called me said, Efren, don't let anybody tell you that you're a nigger. <laughs> Never. Mm. Now get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine after, I mean, I've been working for that Sheraton Hotel for for many years after mm. that. And it was one... Time that I haven't heard much because from Sheraton I started with a Concord and I went to the Holiday Inn and and all these big names. But then I got a call. Yeah. Efren, are you free tonight? I said no, Actually, yes. It's my only Saturday free. Actually. <laughs> do you think you can do like five songs? Tonight? We have orchestra. We have everything. You can pick the songs said, yes, but where? said, in the Sheraton. He said, yeah, but that's where Mr. Sanders is working.
2: Hmm.
1: He said, shh, don't say anything. He doesn't expect you, but he mentioned it. If there's anybody he wants to see on his farewell party,
0: that's different. It was a farewell party for Mr. Yes. Sanders. Oh.
1: He was moving to the Sheraton, New York. Yeah. And and there I was, like, caught. And this guy went, like, literally stood there in the middle of the of the room, watching my show, standing up, you know. And mm-hmm. I go, like, God damn! And but you 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 got your lessons, you know. Mm-hmm. So so um, uh, uh, I was giving a lesson to my to my uh, sissy. Uh, and I was telling her why I'm so strict and so hard on show business.
0: With her and teaching her. With about everybody. How... Okay.
1: With everybody. Because I didn't get it easy. I had to prove myself each and every day.
0: Do you worry about that with her? That, okay, you've been in the Idol and then this and then... You're going to be on the Instagram or whatever. And, oh no! You know, oh like...
1: no! No no! She is very. She's very aware. Hmm. She's very aware that things don't come easy. And she's very aware that everything comes with time. And and so is Lisa. And um, the main thing is that she's aware that she won't get it. She has to go for it. You know, and that's and that's the the the, the main thing. Uh, my first lesson ever, when I got actually this three months contract, that's before the episode of Sanders, because there's another manager who gave right, me the, this
0: with the one that Sanders ripped up. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. one.
1: Um, I I really I I mean I I got it because of my achievements on the island. People knew me. I just came from a, a equally a festival like the Eurovision, but for Spanish-speaking countries. Mm. That was in Mexico City. I just came from that festival. Um, I finished second from the bottom. Second from the bottom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I did good. I mean, you have to be good to be there. Mm. You know, I did great, and. Um, I got this, this contract, but I know for myself, I know that, God help me, I'm not gonna be able to do this, because this is something else, you know. Sitting behind my drum set of 18 pieces, and playing and singing, and I have the band to back me up and everything, it's not the same thing than standing in front and entertain a whole crew who's watching at you. Yeah, I understand that, yeah. It's a different thing, you know. uh, uh, I always respect stand-up comedy. I mean, you guys, you must be crazy, you know. People are watching, you're the only guy on stage. But even in that same idea, like you somehow, even though you're
0: still on the same stage, you felt more comfortable behind the drums even yes. if you're singing yes. even if you were the main leader of the band there was it, it, you felt more comfortable in that behind. space yeah of course in that same way i i think comedians feel comfortable when we have that microphone to hold <laughs> yes. on to and it's nothing and yes. i i feel like i'm hiding behind it so it's a thin <laughs> with a bit of wire and and comedians were so specific about the microphone because i think it's all we've got Like we want the Shura SM58 wired microphone. I don't want no wireless shit. I don't want no other brand. I don't want no other (laughs) thing. I don't want a big furry thing on top. Jesus, it's the only thing that we need. Can I at least have, and we've got like a whole bunch of them. We just, every gig, we just got them just in case. Like really, okay. Um, It is true. It is. And so even, and here's my next tip. Don't trust someone who says they're a comedian and they use the headset. Unless they're like, <laughs> unless you're like well famous, right? You're that like, you're not. Comedians use the microphone. You yes. don't. I've got two hands. No, yes, there's something yes, about yes. the. That's all. With, yeah, the, this microphone. So I do understand. Yes. And if I don't have, if the, like even if I'm hosting a conference or some event, and I, I uh, thankfully now every tech company in Estonia knows Lewis wants a microphone. Yeah, yes, And I'll yes. take I'll take a wireless. Because I know, uh, fair enough, I get it. It's a conference, we can't have a yes, wire, yes, right? Yes. But they all exactly. know if Lewis is coming, he's going to want the real microphone yes. and not a headset. Because
1: you, you hide behind. Yes, it, my yes. it's my thing.
0: It's my comfort it blanket it to is. hold on to. It is. On exactly. that. In that same way for you, you had to come forward.
1: Had, yeah, and I have to come forward. But the whole thing is that, hey, for that whole time, for 40 minutes, half hour, mm. It's you. It's you, baby. It, it's you. Yeah. It's you. You can give it <laughs> to anybody. So what I did was, that there was one guy uh, uh, from Las Vegas coming to the island to do the shows, and his name was Hal Fraser. Hal was, I guess, a guy of about two meters tall, okay. dark skin, well-dressed, yeah. uh, and I will go, always go like, what? the hell look at this guy you know uh, this guy is the only guy who walks into walks and in, into the, the 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 showroom everybody's sitting there and people go like ladies and gentlemen blah, 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 blah. let's proudly present mr Hall fraser and the guy walks in from the door hi good evening i nice see you guys hi hi, hi. Oh, i love hey, it oh. have, have a nice dinner true showman hey, hey i saw you yeah, yesterday good to see too. you yeah. great good to see you blah 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 and then all of a sudden looks like we made it <laughs> go like where the hell who gave you the tone somebody should have ding, ding, ding. nobody just pff, looks yeah. like we and the orchestra bam. like holy crap you know, and you watch this guy you go like good damn okay this is it so I check all the entertainment on the on the on the on the strip. Concord Hotel, Hal Fraser. Mm-hmm. I call. <laughs> Is it possible for me to talk to Hal Fraser? Yes, one second. We check it. So Mr. Fraser. Say, so, you can say Hal. I said Hal. Hi, nice, good evening. Um, I'm Ephraim Benita. Um, from the island and uh, probably you know me said I know you (laughs) you're this guy with a purple suit who just came (laughs) from Mexico city said yeah you're the drummer in the Holiday Inn said yes so how can I help you my friend said hell listen I just got a chance to do the Las Vegas show in the Sheraton, I'm sitting with three months that I have to do the show every day, and I need some advice. And I thought, who better to help me out with all these things than Mr. Hal Fraser. I said, wow, great, nice of you to think of me. I said, so what kind of tips would you like? I said, is it fair for me to say, like, everything? <laughs> said, okay, so let's start, because I've I've seen you perform, I've been to the Holiday Inn, I've seen you with the band, I see you, and I saw you, and I saw you in the in the festival and all that, so. Good. Let's start by if you come tomorrow, because to mon- the next day, Monday, mm. if you come tomorrow at 3 o'clock, I have the chance. I meet you. Then we talk. I was there. Because they can tell you, I'd never late. Okay. Never.
0: Mm-hmm. You're on time today.
1: Yeah. Six o'clock. No half razor <laughs> Seven o'clock. I hear. Looks like we made it. And his show starts. Golly. So I left, I called him the next day, See how Hal, I was there from 3 to 7, you know, it's Oh, shock, something must have happened, I I must have forgot it, Efren, really, really, man, hey, hey, uh, can you be there on Wednesday, same same time, same time, I'll, I'll be there, same story. And I called him the next day again. Mm-hmm. And the next day again. <laughs> and no, 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 let's do it like this. Because I really would like to help you. I really would like to help you. Mm. I start the show at 7. I will reserve a, just a table for you. And, and and I'll be there. I'll meet you. So I went there. Went to the show. reached there. Yes, there is a table for Fran Benita reserve. Mr. Fraser did it for me. No, sir.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, there must be it. He, he must have forgot it, sir. No, sir. And I hear... His show starts. Okay. Are you sure? Yes, every place is full. Every place is taking that. Okay, so I left I left and uh, I called him Saturday morning said Hal okay uh, what we gonna do so I'm there at 12 12.30 uh, you know the story by now One thirty, and I go like Okay, whatever has to happen then will happen, you know. He doesn't look a man to me like who will Mm. drop me like that, you know. So I pushed the chair and I stood up. And man, this guy was big. I told you, he's about two meters, you know. Those big hands like callus. you know. Took my shoulder and said, sit down. i listen, don't tell me to sit down, man. I've been here the whole fucking week. You've been playing me as a stupid. He so listen, look up. Do you see the fourth floor there? Do you see it? Yeah. Do you see that curtain push there, the side? You see that? Yeah. That's my balcony. That's my room. You've been drinking. One gin tonic on Monday. Not a gin tonic, not a gin tonic. Three gin tonics while you're waiting for me? Smoking this Salem cigarettes? That's a mental? Mental? Are you sick? You don't do that if you're a singer. You think I haven't been watching you? I've been watching you for the whole week. Up there. You've been doing the same pattern all the time. Today also, you reach here at twelve. You start taking a gin tonic, smoke, throw those bloody things away if you're a good singer. You don't do that. Efren. Hey this is your first lesson. Wow. I've been pushing you away. Man, you kept coming back. You kept coming back. You kept calling me. You kept... The rest you have it my friend (laughs) the rest you have it but this this is the basic you never give up you don't give up ever and now get me a gin and talk (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: an amazing story
1: and i'll never forget it jesus i'll never forget it watching he knew all the time
0: did that did that um did you stop smoking after that
1: yeah <laughs> i think i stopped smoking uh, like a week after no shit <sighs> and and just like i took a cigarette and i put it in and went like nah yeah, i right. put it out and threw the package away and that's it. That was
0: it. Because it's so strong. I mean, that whole, your desire, your thumping, whatever is thumping inside of you just kicks in. You're like, no, all of a sudden it's, it makes sense.
1: Finish it. Right. But this is, this is uh, um, what I will never forget. You know, uh, um, you keep on coming you keep on coming that's an unbelievable lesson because i was about
0: to ask why the hell are you still calling this guy i was like yeah, yeah, yeah. i was about to go you're going to need to explain this part to me yeah, okay yeah, i had it yeah, explained
1: yeah, yeah. <sighs> you know and it. and he, and he explained to me he said mm. um he did it he did it he he closed the doors to a lot of places in, in vegas mm. he said then he realized that he stopped getting contracts he stopped getting Kicks offers because the one tells the other, No, mm. don't work with Fraser. No, no, no.
0: He was being a hard was, ass to yeah, people he, and they didn't he, get don't it. Do it don't yeah.
1: He said it took me five years to come back, Efren. Five years. Why
0: was he closing the doors on them? I mean, I understand with you he he sees who you are and he's clocked you.
1: He, he needs he, to teach you was, a lesson.
0: But he, he was this guy.
1: He was this guy. Yeah, he was okay. a little bit hard headed, yeah, you know. Okay. He was a little. I mean, I mean, if if you if you, hey, you have to reach the status of Sinatra to be hard headed, (laughs) you know that, (laughs) you know that. If you're less than that, who are you? Yeah. Who are you? You know. I I, I did I did an audition in New York, and and uh, this guy asked me, "Um, "What do you do?" And I said, "I'm a singer." And Charlie Thomas, God rest his soul, who was part of the Drifters at the time. He looked at me and go like No, 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 no. And I go like. And Charlie told him, No, no, everyone is a great entertainer. He has been going around with us for three months now. He mm. is fantastic. I go like, Ah, oh, Great, come on here, man. Tell me your story See I've been touring with the drifters for for for, for three months now and, and, and just okay, listen, we take your number and everything so I know you're there and, and and whatever happened, we can take you because when I told the guy I'm a singer, he mm. told me, "Look out of my window, man, do you see that cue down there? They're all singers,, singers. they're all singers, and I bet you, there must be at least ten of them. Who are better than you. You know. So they don't look for that. I think that's
0: that entertainer. Like I, I get what you I get what you mean. Um, it's something that I, I think when I'm trying to work with younger artists, maybe if you a bit younger, they, they haven't quite seen we haven't had as many showmen or showwomen, let's say, that showman style in recent years of entertainment. It's something that I think is is missing. I don't yeah. know if it's something that's missing. Is it a European culture thing? Is it different from American style culture, a Western sort of thing of that big, louder, the, larger than life personality? And it's, it is the guy that walks into the room and goes, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for yes. coming out. Yes. You're doing all this. Yes. And you're like, dang, he's the man. And yeah. we're just—he's got an aura, and we're yes. we're attracted to that. And I think that it, its something that's a little bit missing from entertainment right now. Yes. And it's a yes. yes, it's an everlasting skill because yeah, if you can entertain, yes, then you can
1: do a lot of stuff. Yes, who dares? Who dares? And who will be accepted for daring? Mm. Who will be accepted? You know. N- n- People don't accept it from everybody. Mm. You have to be the one. The man. You have to be the one to do it. You know, uh, uh, I used to do an act in, in my my concerts. Mm. Uh, I used to take a lady out of the out of the the, the public just like this,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or I go to her and she's sitting next to her husband, and I go like, "Are you married?" And I go like, "Yes." Said okay. And I look at the guy. And said, "No offense, but I don't talk to you right now." You know, and people started to laugh. Mm. You know, and they accepted it as entertainment. Yes. Here in Estonia, you know, <laughs> you know, And I go like, "What's your name, Angela? Angela, how does he call you? He calls me Angela." No, you don't call her Angela. So you you wanna learn? Mussi mm-hmm. Dulasia. It's different. <laughs> Angela, Dulasia. That's different. So now things are gonna change. You know. You get me? Said Angela. Come here. From tomorrow or when you go home, this is what it's gonna be catch it and I sit with his wife on my lap <laughs> <You know. laughs> it's a little bit funny mm. this feeling inside and I take her hand <laughs> and, the, and the guys are sitting like <laughs> <laughs> until the end until the end you know and when it's finishing I bring her back to him and I put their hands together, you know, (sighs) and let it, you know, and let the song finish with them. That's nice. And, but they accept it, Mm. you know, and that's entertainment. You said that again. And
0: I think it's a good point that you said that Estonians accepted it. And I agree before that it would be like, they've never seen something like this before. And, I always had this experience in the early days of the stand-up comedy because it was myself, it was two other American guys and one Estonian and we was sort of just four of us. You know, we were the original guys just knocking about, not knowing what we're doing, a microphone, put a light on us, off we go. And because- and then we were doing it places like drink bar. So kind of very foreigner places. So it was kind of naturally in English. And I guess Estonian people who were coming at that time, maybe they're a little bit more international. They'd heard of what this stand-up is. So they were, you know, they were used to it in English. And then I'd have lots, I more lots. I would put the, the word as lots over the years of Estonian people come up to me after a show and say, that was great that could never happen in estonian no. and i'm like are you fucking insane no. they're like no this can only happen in english stand up is the lang- english is the language of the stand up that's how we know it is oh estonian is this and that and oh it's boring and the words don't work and i was like first of all don't argue with me at a grammar level because they can do stand up in finnish and that's yes. way worse <laughs> so it's not a grammar thing it's not going to yeah. be a grammar thing no. And it was these, it was a super odd, I almost, it was almost like a reverse racism scenario where I was going, no, no, it can happen in Estonian. And the Estonians are going, no, it can't happen in Estonian. And I'm like, I bet you it can, I bet you it's going to happen. And they're like, no, no, no. And yeah, it, it's not that Estonians didn't have humor. It's not that they weren't into comedy. They just, once they got their eyes open to it, bam. It's, it's, and then it was there. But
1: but it's it's also, uh, it, it's the right timing for it, mm. to start with, and and it's the one who brings it. Okay. It's the one who brings it, because uh, they cannot translate from English to Estonia, hmm. because in the middle you have this lost in translation. Definitely. And they will put it in their language, will what will never be the same thing as in English. You know, Uh, you have to bring it now in your language, Mm -hmm. meaning the same things that it means Mm -hmm. in English. See how it comes out.
0: And I think it took, it it took our comedian Sandro Igus to really crack it. Like he was the one that cracked it and went like he uses words and has a particular way of using the language and was able to, and then people went, ah, yeah. And I I guess, and for even for you at a different stage, I mean, there are now other show men and show people in Estonian, but you sort of had to show people how it was done right here. And then they kind of figured out like, okay, well I'm not, uh, I'm not Frank Sinatra, I'm Estonian, but I'm going to take what I can and I see Dave doing it and I'm going to uh, 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 and find an Estonian way exactly. of doing, of it, doing and it. You showed those people yeah. as well
1: how yeah. that like, can happen. Like, like they were laughing last week because we were watching uh, the concert that I did in Lina Hall
2: hmm.
1: 15 years ago and more than 15 actually. <laughs> and um, I said, apart. No, you're Estonians, you're not cold. People are saying you're cold, but you're not cold.
2: Mm.
1: You just have a different temperament. That's the whole thing, you know. You live with a different temperament. So, But I've been going around Estonia, and everybody's warning me, Dave, <laughs> it will not be the same thing, you know. The Estonian people are different. No. No. I, I, I mean... I made people even clap their hands in the churches and stamp their feet. You, know, you know, totally different. But uh, it, it's how you bring it. Yeah. it. It's it's how you bring it. Uh, when people learn to accept entertainment, uh, that's it. Um, you can you can be just a singer, but again, there's a lot of singers around, mm. especially in Estonia practically 80% of Estonians sings
0: they do they love it don't they, they oh do. always they do. any chance they can guess
1: <laughs> and and you have out of the 80s uh, you, you you take your your own show your own concerts there's so many people who thinks they can sing better than you anyway they will start singing their songs that you're singing with you and they start they try to sing it louder than you too for people to hear them you know but i'm so professional that when i hear that i go go ahead here you have the microphone mm. and they go like nah, nah, no 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 microphone
2: <laughs>
1: okay so i'm the one with the microphone you know and for you guys it's the same yeah i'm the one with the microphone <laughs> don't don't mess with me because oh, I have the microphone. (laughs) So that's, yes.
0: That's a huge part of stand-up. Is that, I I appreciate we've been here a while and we will wrap it up soon. I know, you know, we've got stuff to do. Uh, But that idea of being the showman, that personality that you said, I mean, anyone can be a singer, but we need to be an entertainer. We need to do that. How do you... Are these lessons that you uh, impart to Sissy and also Lisa as they they're looking for careers in entertainment to be not just a singer to be an entertainer, but you've got the, I guess they've got to find their own way of being have, a showman.
1: They have to. They have to. And and uh, um, and and luckily they are. Luckily they are. Um, I, I look at Sissy's um, teachers. Sissy has a good teacher. Very good ones, um, Lisa has good teachers in her dancing, very good ones, um, but they know that they can never uh, um, be their teacher. They have to find their own things mm. they, they have to um, uh, that there's nothing um, more productive and more beautiful in your career than being yourself and being accepted for it. That's what you're looking for. Yeah? You know, that's what you're looking for. Uh, um, uh, I, I remember <laughs> I remember once um they told me you have to do uh audition for Fredestadt Palace okay. That's the uh, biggest theater in, in Berlin. Okay. And I go like, ah but you have, my, my, um, you have my, my video and you have my tapes, let them listen to it, let them watch my video. Mm. And that was the time that I had the two ladies, my manager. And uh, the head one told the other one, give me the phone. <laughs> Said, listen to me, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? My name is Ephraim Benita. You know that. Good. Do I hear Benita or do I hear Sinatra? Mm-hmm. No, I said Benita. Well, my friend, even Sinatra would do audition for this place. Yeah. Said um, so. Get your ass here by tomorrow twelve thirty, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and put on your gray suit and. <laughs> uh, and. And when you get there, when you get there, I wanted to reach the this point. When you get there, Mm. the producer tells you, "Go ahead and be yourself." Ta-da. don't go there and give me a song like Sinatra. Mm. Do something like Sammy Davis Jr. or let me hear you sing Ed Sharon. No, go there and be yourself. That's what we want to hear. That's what we want to see. So being yourself and being accepted for it, that's what you want. That's I what you want as a performer.
0: I think that's all you can be. Yes, all you can be. Because otherwise, what have you got? Nothing. Nothing. That's all you've got. Period. Period. I love it. I think we'll wrap Great. it up there. Dave, thank Great. you very much for your time, My sir. My pleasure. I appreciate pleasure. it very thank much. Thank you. Lisa, much. thanks for sitting there through all of this. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, yeah, it's been a wonderful episode. Bye. Great.